All right, ready? Sure. Awesome. I'm going to do iCarly. In five, four, four three, three, two, one. No, he doesn't say do, one. Do, 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 do. I know you see somehow the world will get to me and be so wonderful. <laughs> Live life, breathe air. I know somehow I'm gonna get there and be so wonderful. It's all for real. We are teenage girls. <laughs> What is going on, Av Youth? How are you guys doing today? Welcome back to another episode of Av Youth The Rewind. I'm back again. Good old David Clute. Back at it again. With the white back mix. Back at it again with the Adidas slides. Dude, what happened to your Adidas pants right now? They The, the, the people can't see it, but there's a hole in your... Oh. When did I that happen? Know. I don't know. I took a tumble at some point. I don't remember. Was that why. yesterday? No, I, this, it's been a minute. For real? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever noticed that. No, yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, yeah, I, I took a tumble too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I took a tumble and it got caught on something. Nice. That sucks. Yeah. Those are clean. It's a style though. It's yeah. true. It's, it's a style. It's true. Well, guys, we're back again today going over last night's message by Charlie. The message was in my feels. It was a great, great night. If you guys were there, you guys know what we're talking about, and it was definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. But I have a question for myself and David today and for everyone that's watching. Actually, before you get into that, mm. I just thought of this. What? How perfect was last night's weather for that type of message? Oh, it was excellent. When, yeah, when you think in my fields, <laughs> you think walking through some sort of rainstorm all by yourself. Hey, I'm not going to lie. It's all cold. Yeah. Feeling a little lonely. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Where's my boo? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I This has turned that. into a... a a depression podcast because <laughs> I, <just laughs> I was like i remember to come pulling up at like at the setup and look at charlie and i'm like of course out of all days we got sunny monday sunny tuesday rainy wednesday rainy wednesday with youth and, and it's a and it's a sermon about being in my feels, feels. <laughs> yeah just coincidental that's that's all i want to say <laughs> well Speaking of that, I think it's funny because, honestly, we had a lot of people for the night. Usually, there's a lot of people that don't yeah. want to go on a rainy a night. Um, so, it was a great, great night. Um, but, yeah, the last night's message was In My Feels by Charlie Headley, the one and only. Um, and he did a great job. He killed it. Um, but one thing he talked about was he kind of had his own simp story and talked about Neo. And it's funny because Isaiah, which joined us last week, well, Isaiah loves Neo, um, even though he's like half of Charlie's age. Um but I think he's only like 10 years difference. Anyways. Um, he's maybe like 10 years behind you. Yeah. <laughs> but. Not even. But. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously Charlie talked about Simp and the Neo. Um, but my question to you, David, is have you ever had a time where you were just, you were just simping? And what was the song, bro? What was the song? Oh, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> I had it was probably it was around, last night <laughs> no I, sadly I mean sadly uh <laughs> sadly I haven't simped sadly in a while. I haven't simped in a very long time no 
gratefully i <laughs> and thankfully i have not simped in a long time and um i've actually never made my own playlist so of simping which i'm i'm proud about but i got one i'm not gonna lie to you i have I, it <laughs> i made it in high school and i still got it so yeah. it's fine i uh i think it was around it had to be freshman or sophomore year um and i remember just no it was sorry it was last year it was last year uh junior year everything seemed like it was going awful mm-hmm. like everything you can think of my lacrosse team was at each other's necks and everybody seemed like they wanted to just fight each other <laughs> <laughs> and, you know a place where you're supposed to be like brothers and supposed to be for each other's back you <laughs> we were at each other's throats instead <laughs> right um so I was mentally exhausted and physic and physically exhausted from that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, at that time I was in a dark hole um, mentally, and with my, I think that was the first time I really experienced a lot of. Um, Tight. Nice. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> a lot of. Um, the devil interference with my uh faith and with my walk i feel like um because i started that was around the time when um when uh, like we ha- we've had like two waves where we used to hang out like two or three times weekly mm-hmm. and it was after that first wave when uh, i really felt like my foundations of my faith were being laid down um and everything just in life and i could tell my my mental processes were were just trying to pull me away from that foundation that just was laid and as a as a i i not too too experienced of a christian you know i i was afraid and and i didn't and being somebody who would bottle up all my emotions and not talk about anything i didn't really know how to deal with it at first um nope (laughs) and um i just remember just blasting sad by x in my car can you give us an example of what that song goes or how it goes sorry okay hold on give me a second don't cry i'm just kidding that's one of that's not it is it no that's one of x's songs though okay no i i honestly i'm not even an x fan i don't even know that song to be honest like i know it but i can't put it together that's the thing like i haven't heard it in so long and i i'm not even x fan i just is it that one no 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 that's uh is that jocelyn forrest i don't know i think so but i don't know no no no, that's not it because it goes Oh, baby, I don't understand it. Oh, it changes. Change. Frick. It changes. That's right. <laughs> Duh. Gosh um, dang it. But, like, I wasn't an X fan, and I just looked on the Sim playlist, right? Mm-hmm. And it was the first X song that popped up. Um, I, I don't even know what the words I don't think I even knew what the words <laughs> were back then either. <laughs> but, but it's like. Rob hits you up. Oh, my gosh, bro. Starts playing X. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, it says sad. A lot. Sad, sad, sad. But yeah, don't listen to the song. It's not a great song. No, nah, it's not a good song. Um, but I just remember driving home because that was around the time when I first started to drive, and just 
I think it was it was a bunch. It was like always a dramatic like movie scene if you were to record it because it was always <laughs> like pouring rain every time I did it. Tears gushing out while he's driving. Yeah, dude. He's smacking the steering wheel out of frustration. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, but I I don't think I've ever really other than that. I don't think I've ever like everybody mentions Marvin's room, you know, and everybody that's like the go-to <laughs> sim song for everybody. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever had that true moment thankfully because most of the time I try to just bottle up and cover up everything that I'm feeling. Uh-huh. And at times I would explode and it would more come from like show on some sort of lacrosse field or, or mm-hmm. something like that. So I didn't have I never really had that moment until I started driving because that was truly like a place where I was all to myself. Yeah. Because I was always afraid that like my parents would walk in and I and I wouldn't be able to like <laughs> like quick enough, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> so David, I, what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. I was taking a nap. <laughs> 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 I just had a really uh, scary dream. <laughs> I thought about the escape room again. <laughs> Dude, low-key, when I close my eyes sometimes, I see his face, though. I'm okay, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 uh... I don't know what it is though. It's it's when I get it's when I get in... The last time I simped was over the escape room. <laughs> <laughs> it's always when I get in the shower, bro. I don't know why. You just think everything's staring at you? Dude, Start peeking around the corner. Dude, that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> it's like, dude, I may die if I just open this curtain and someone's right there ready to get me, you know? Mm-hmm. That That's that's like always been... And ever since power, I watched The Shining... If the power went out and that happened, then I'd totally be freaking out. No, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> but ever since I watched The Shining, I think, that ever since, you know, here's Johnny breaking through the door of, of the bathroom... Like that's that's always been something that I've, I've thought of, but yeah, no, it, it's completely you know in in the in the mind of David Clute in the most irrational and unreasonable situations, and it's crazy to, to see what your mind comes up with. But that's besides the point. <laughs> well, my situation, honestly, when I was uh, in high school, I think I was <laughs> I listened to a lot. <laughs> of uh sad music but i just liked the way a lot of sad music sounded um back bro dude there's just some sad just songs go there. back and listen to like neo oh yeah mario mm. oh mario bro like oh, that's so like sim music back then used to be good music. chris brown chris okay well yeah but sweezy's a little suspect whatever <laughs> but but like the music was good. Now some music is like really trying to make you just cry. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever remember. Um, I remember thinking to myself that if I was simping, I was gonna die alone. <laughs> <laughs> at oh thirteen years old, bro. What What are you we tripping laugh, about, yeah, bro? We laugh at it, but it's I think so that's dumb. something that's crossed our minds all. At oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, and it. You know what's sad is like it feels so I'll never real. Love again. <laughs> it feels so real though. So like, if you're watching this. Like, I'm not laughing at you. Like, I'm just laughing at my own experience. But I'm telling you right now, like, it's it's a feeling yeah. that is definitely lying to you. Yeah. Um, we're we're laughing with you because we've been through it as well. Yeah. And we've lied to ourselves and allowed that to get to us. So, I mean, we're laughing because we were able to get past it. Yeah, you know? 100%. And, and the, the fact that you're still standing there is 
the fact that you were able to get past the curve. So. Yeah, and so you know, most of the time, if you if you find yourself in a moment where you're just sitting there just simping, like I remember I had a buddy one time. He was talking about Marvin's room, and mind you, I had never heard Marvin's room before this moment. But he was like, he, tw- when Twitter was the big thing. I don't know if it still is. I feel like it probably is. I just don't use it. It's fallen off a little bit. Yeah, I I deleted Twitter a long time ago. I was like, nope, we ain't doing this. Um, but when I remember when I had it in high school, one of my buddies tweeted that he was listening to Marvin's room. Um, and he let everybody know I was following him. And that was a mistake, number one. Number two <laughs> was when he did that, I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, let me hear this song. And the first time I heard it, I didn't I didn't understand it. I was like, huh? It's like, what? How do you feel like this? Who hurt Drake? Okay, yeah. <laughs> can we go back and see if we can get Drake on the show? Because, like, who hurt this man's, bro? I want to know what's going on in that man's head. Um, but... Anyways, besides the point, we've all had a simp story, and I think that there's times where it can be more embarrassing than others. Like I said, I thought I was going to die alone at 13. So, I mean, hey, everyone everyone could be feeling that at a different time. So, um, but, so my next question is going to be, what is an experience that you've had before that you let, like, your emotions trick you or make you believe something? And I kind of just said one, um, but I have another one, so another instance. But what has been something where you felt – so passionately and so serious about something that's like it's really influenced you to make the decision that actually wasn't right and wasn't a fact Mm. um i there's always one one uh story or time in my life that always pops up whenever a question like this pops up or some sort of um some sort of like more sensitive question mm-hmm. um and it's always the time of my depression and it was it was around freshman year um and i've, I've said this story a couple times but uh specifically for the idea of driving me to do something that i would never do mm-hmm. um freshman year i i moved schools and i was already upset about that um because i've probably moved schools four or five times in mm-hmm. my life um just in like I'd, I'd say three or four just in elementary alone so a lot of the friends that i ended up making i ended up losing mm-hmm. because of just distance um and i'd always have to meet new friends and then lose them again meet new friends and lose them again so it, it got me to a point where i was I was like, I was kind of given up hope. And then finally, come middle school time, um, I was going to Augie Ramirez. And shout out to anybody who goes to Augie. Um, but um, I ended up finding a group of friends there that I thought I was able to call my my family. And it didn't seem like I was going to lose that family. And I was happy and I was... And I was uh, I was very confident that I was going to stay friends with those people. And some, I mean, some of them I am friends with still today, but um, the majority I lost those, those people because I ended up transferring high schools and going to Santiago rather than my home school and all their home schools, which is Roosevelt. And, um, and that move, I was, I was like, great. Now I got to restart this whole process again. I got to find new friends. I got to, and I was thinking to myself, well, is it even worth it, right? But 
I had only one connection really to to Santiago or this new place that I was having to be. I was kind of forced into being and learning to adapt, and it was the football team. I was on the football team. I'd played sports my whole life, and already the entire summer that I, I was training with them six out of seven days of the week. Um, and I knew they weren't the great influ- the greatest influences on my life. I knew that going in. Um, and sadly, that's what happens with a lot of sports teams, and, and it's not guided by God, and, and, um, and they're you know guided by their flesh. Um, and I knew that. Um, and at this point in my life, I, um, I was desperate. So I ended up, um, I was filled with, you know what, anger. I was filled with, quote unquote, betrayal and anger towards my parents and uh, betrayal towards my parents because I felt like they were putting me into a situation that I didn't, they knew I didn't want to be in. Um, and that ended up driving me to siding with the football team and doing a lot of the things that now I, I, I'm, um, I'm amazed that I would even do like, you know, I've, I've always thought I grew up in Christian school, so I've always thought my body's a temple and I'm not going to do anything to tarnish that. And, and I always looked at, uh, vaping, which is huge now. It's ridiculously huge as vaping is something like the devil (laughs) and going into freshman year, I was like, you know what, like, what's the point anymore, you know, and I was in that mindset of, of depression, I was in that, in that hole, so I just started, I, I, I ended up vaping a couple times, and, and, and just, uh, that seems like something, that's, that's big in my head, a lot of you, I know it, it doesn't seem like that, but it doesn't seem like it because it's so popular now, and I mean, it was still popular then, but, um, for me, growing up in Christian school, completely turning against everything that I believed in for so long mm-hmm. and all my all my foundations that were built, kind of in that moment, I was just saying, you know what, God, I'm good. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to push you to the side and come back whenever I need you again. Yeah. But right now I'm going to do what I want. And, and that kind of darkness and that, that depression started started pushing me away and started making me do things that um, wasn't the truth, you know? And, and, and I started listening to my flesh rather than, rather than what God wanted me to do. Yeah. I think that it's very simple and, uh, and very easy. I I don't think that, I don't think that it's, uh, it's hard to, to listen to our feelings. I think it's very simple and easy. And I think it's something that the enemy uses against us all the time. We sometimes don't even realize it. Right. Um, keep burping i'm sorry i had a uh, barbecue today no nah, it's the barbecue i had today bro mm. those beans <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway so i think that it's something like i said very simple and easy that is a strategy that gets used by the enemy and i think that personally in my life one one experience that i've had so many times was thinking that someone was against me and they weren't but kind of like being like an overthinker. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. overthinking every situation possible. And I remember being in high school and this was so awful. Like I for real had to realize like not everything's about you, dude. Like chill out. You know what I mean? Like, I would think a lot and I just couldn't stop. And it was like, oh my gosh. And like it wasn't all about me. You know what I mean? It's like 
and is is the world all about me or do they wake up every morning and just try to get up and not and they're out for me no like why do i act like this and it's like i had to realize that and i'm so glad i did because it it tarnishes relationship you know what i mean you're always on edge about every person that you meet and you're just kind of sitting there like what the heck like after a while you don't you don't have a good time talking to anybody you know what i mean you're not having a good time talking to anyone uh, meeting new people and when someone makes one mistake you're over here freaking out and it's like or someone doesn't text you back you're freaking out it's like mm-hmm. oh my gosh like bro they left me unread for yeah like five it, minutes it's like doing? it's like bro huh like yeah and it's like we can read so deep into that and then our feelings get so like so involved that we start thinking you know what like this self-made hypothetical situation that i created in my head this is for sure the answer it's like no like yeah you don't know that so don't treat it as such like yeah. maybe sure uh if you want to hold on to it like, that's up to you like i don't advise it i don't recommend it but the ball is in your court so you can do you can play the ball however you want but for me i'm not gonna sit there and hold on to it it's like if this is in fact i'm just gonna let it go you know what i mean like yeah. i'm not gonna let my thoughts lead me down paths that can ultimately hurt relationship hurt my walk with christ and then when it, when it starts to get to that point, it's like I'm not gonna hold on to them when they're not even doing me any good. Mm-hmm. If my and that sounds very like kind of postmodern to say, because it's like, oh, if it's not good for you, let it go. But it's like, if my feelings are hindering my my future, if they're hindering me pursuing more of God's purpose for my life, just because that's what I feel, then I want to let it go. Like you yeah, know what I mean? Like good. that's not something I want to hold on to. Um, cause ultimately like Charlie said, like feelings aren't facts. And then we had that girl in the middle of service. I wish I got your <laughs> name and I'm sorry. I didn't, yeah. it's two weeks in a row. I'd, you. That's two weeks in a row. I didn't get the name of the student, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh <laughs> but, um, you were, you were, I think, I think she was newer and she was just like, amen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> amen to that. Thank you. And I was, everyone was like, yeah, <laughs> it was funny, but it was tight. Like yeah, it's, Charlie it's true. In the choir. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like, those are things that we have to just continually realize, remember as we go through our lives and go through our walks and go through our weeks and just know, like, you know, our feelings aren't, aren't always going to be true. Right. But my last question to you is, is how do we, how do we get to know if our feelings are true? What, what is a, what is a guide? What is a, what is something we can gauge it off of? Um, well, yeah, that's a really good question. I think one of the hardest things for me specifically, and I, I'm, I'm sure that I'm not the only one, was when I was first a Christian, when I was first told that my thoughts and and I am wicked and and that my feelings aren't necessarily truth, I, <laughs> I would second-guess absolutely everything that popped up in my head, second-guess absolutely every feeling that I was feeling, and I kind of just froze. Because I was like, well, what if, what if this is not, what if this is one of my thoughts? What if this is the devil putting the thought in my head? What if, what if this is, but what if this is God's feeling for I, God's purpose? I don't want to interrupt you with that. But one thing that's, that's very, there's actually wisdom within that. Because the Bible does say to keep every thought captive, to be very aware. You know what I mean? So that's, uh, I think it's a healthy practice to a degree. I think there's always a healthy balance to it. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't, I don't, I personally don't see anything wrong with being very conscious of your thoughts and being like, you know, what is this from? Who is this from? And right. Where, where is this going to lead me? Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, so, but it got to a point to where I wasn't acting at all on any of them, you know, and because I was so afraid that if they were from my flesh or they were from the devil, I think one one of the biggest things that we can keep in mind is that we're, as humans, we are wicked, and um, I think as soon as I heard um, Charlie say, our feelings are not the truth, I was, I automatically thought, you know what? You know, yeah, why Why would we, as humans, think to listen to our feelings? And especially as Christians, we should know that humans, since the beginning, have been wicked and since the beginning have tried to rebel against God. So by nature, we are going to want what God doesn't want for our life, mm-hmm. and we're going to rebel from that. So naturally, our feelings are going to pull us away from God or do something that God it's it's not in God's will, not in God's purpose for our life. So I think that's one thing that we got to keep in mind. Um, but when it comes to to being able to decipher those thoughts, being able to decipher those feelings, I think we. The, I mean, the easiest thing we can do is just learn who God is, learn who Jesus and our Creator is, read the Bible. Like, we, how are we, like? I, I always think of it like, how are we going to, like, say you're a, um, supposed to be a professional imitator of somebody, but you have no clue who the person is. Are you going to be good at your job? No. No, you're going to suck. <laughs> you're going to be absolutely awful. You knew nothing about them. So how are we supposed to walk like Jesus if we don't know who he is? Got to read our Bible. We have to... And um, we got to learn what he's about, you know, like um, like earlier, like I said, I was freezing and I wasn't acting upon any of my thoughts because I wasn't able to decipher which thoughts God was putting into my head, which thoughts are God would be pleased with because I didn't know who he was. Mm. I didn't know which ones are good and which ones were bad because yeah. I didn't know what God was about. Yeah. And ultimately, I think that's the biggest thing we can do is just read our Bible, learn who Jesus is, and um, and learn how we walk this earth and just strive to be our best to walk like Jesus. And once we start doing that, once we start learning who God is, those thoughts will be able to know, okay, that thought is not does not align with the Bible, so it's it's not from Jesus. It's either mine or the devil influencing me. So, yeah, and I think that um, like you obviously hit it uh hit it very well when you said that every every human is wicked and deceitful. Absolutely, like every heart is wicked and deceitful. Um, and so us as humans, we're naturally wicked, and we naturally do desire um what is against God. But the most interesting part about it is that even though that's what our natural desire is, God when he gave his son for us, when, when Christ came to die for us, right? When Jesus, God in the flesh, decided to go to the cross and take the punishment that we deserved, what he did was he allowed the Holy Spirit to come into our lives and change our hearts from now becoming... Because not only did, did Christ make us righteous in God's eyes, but he allowed our hearts to be rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. So the most important part about this is that we see it in Paul's life. Paul says, you know, I do the things that I don't want to do, and I don't do the things that I want to do. 
Okay, what's going on? He has this internal battle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when he has this internal battle, there's going to be many times where we have this internal battle as well as Christians. Now, if you're not a Christian and you don't consider yourself a Christian and you just consider yourself someone, oh, you know, I'm just going to church. I'm starting to get, get to know some of this stuff. Well, the biggest thing I could share with you is that, you know, when our feelings get in this, this, this mindset of uh, it's very self-centered, more it's like it's about me, um, what, what can I do for myself? A lot of times it's, it's, it comes from a very selfish place, and no one has to teach us to be selfish. We're naturally selfish. Um, we, we all have selfishness. We all have fallen short of the glory of God, so we all have brokenness, baggage, and all kinds of stuff. So with that being said, if we're not very loving, and when I say loving, like I want you to look at the First Corinthians 13 definition of loving, when we're not very loving, then we can know that you know, more than likely this isn't from God. Um, and just because our feelings, like say for instance, oh my gosh, I like this girl, or I like this boy, um, that's great, you know, awesome. Um, but what does the Word of God say about relationship like that? Well, it says, don't be believers don't be with non-believers be equally yoked right so now i have this internal battle because my feeling is very real my feeling towards this person is very real but love itself is an action so now that requires me to say i'm going to choose to love this person so love itself is not a feeling not just a feeling it can be it can be a very strong one but it is an action and you know, the most amazing thing about that is that that is one easy way to compare it. Because if we see our care for somebody or our, our, for whatever reason, we, we really think we're in love with this, this person that happens to be a non-believer, why does Paul advise us not to do it? Paul's very clear. So it's like, you know what? Okay, well, the Bible is clear not to do this. I'm not going to do it. Why on earth would some random, hear me out. The way I the way I word this, why on earth would some random dude, who I have no idea, years and years ago in a book, write to a church, and tell other believers in Christ this? Why would he do it? Just because he wanted that person instead? No. <laughs> Paul Paul's trying to swoop in. Yeah, Paul's not Mister <laughs> Steal Your Girl, right? Like. This is this is very we have to and this is like helps with context too, but it's also helping like realize like we have to sometimes put our desires aside, right? Isn't that what Christ did for us? Yeah. And that's where we get to have a very easy understanding of what we can compare our feelings with, and when it comes to the Word of God, because it's like I can read the Bible all day long and still be confused on something. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's like thinking about going to school or well, like you were just talking about something yesterday that that was we. I mean, we're, I'm not going to go too into it, but I mean, every single one, we talked between five different people and every single one of us gave a different answer. Yeah. It's, it's very like, it, it just goes from one step to another, to another. And it's like, there's so many different possible outcomes, so many different ways to handle a situation. And it's like, say, say for instance, you're trying to figure out what school you want to go to. Maybe you want to go to CBU. Maybe you want to go to Vanguard. Maybe you want to go somewhere else. I don't know. Maybe you want to go to Iowa state. I don't know. Somewhere. Oregon State, something like that. And you're like, you know what? I want what God wants for me. God, what do you want me to do? Well, you're not going to be able to go to First John chapter 5, verse 6, and be like, oh, that's where God wants me to go. Oregon State. First John. <laughs> First John 1, 5. Oregon State University. <laughs> Oregon State. Fudge. <laughs> um, but you're not going to be able to figure that out. You know what I mean? Like, And it's just the truth. However, 
being in prayer with God, understanding how God speaks to you, and sitting there and waiting for God to, 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 to speak to you is going to be very key and in influential for part of your life and part of that season for you to decipher yeah. where you're going to go. Absolutely. So that's where it helps, and that's where prayer comes in handy as well because we can't neglect that. I, okay, so I say this all the time, and we can't, we can't <laughs> neglect the counsel of God. Okay. We can't neglect the counsel of God. Like Ultimately, like I can see counsel from other people, other Christians. That's great, but we can't neglect the counsel of yeah. God. And without that, it's like then we're literally going to be just throwing darts everywhere and everywhere and everywhere. And is God always going to give you an answer? No. Okay. But is there going to be times where we have to make our own wisdom or use our own wisdom that he's given us to make the decision for ourselves? Absolutely. But there's also times where it's like, you know, if you're confused, ask God. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. then, and it's like even when we don't ask but God. I can't talk to him. Even when we don't ask God. There's going to be moments where it's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. And we know. Whether it's a person, yeah. place, thing, whatever it is, it's like we know, and then all of a sudden we realize later, we're like, "Yep, you shouldn't have done that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was all super good stuff, and that was all really good. Um, one thing that you really said though, that really resonated with me was that whole idea of selfishness. Mm-hmm. Selfishness when it comes to our feelings, and us as humans, we're naturally selfish. Actually, the day, um. In my language arts class, we had a prompt, and the prompt was, what do you believe being alive means? And what um, what do you, as a person, believe is important in life? And blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And he, he called pretty much every single person and made, let them share the answer. And... I I think every single person had pretty much the same stuff and it all said do uh, when you be, being alive means living for what makes you happy and for what you believe you're doing is right and ultimately when you said the word selfish that's where my mind goes mm-hmm. is Living life for yourself. Living life to what makes you feel happy. And ultimately, when it comes to our feelings, living and and having those feelings for ourselves and making to what pleases us, realistically is a very selfish way of going towards it and probably not coming from God in the way that God wants us to live our life. Yeah. Because... You will never see the Bible, Jesus being selfish. Jesus constantly loves others no matter what. He, I just think about what he did on that cross for you. And, you, and, it, and I can't help but get somewhat emotional from that. You know, someone loved me so much to die on the cross for, for me. He didn't even, he didn't even, I wasn't even alive yet. I didn't even know I was going to be alive yet. <laughs> but he knew, and he had my name on his heart. And the fact that he lived his whole life not for himself, but for everyone else, should encourage you and make you think and feel a little selfish when you have those thoughts of, you know what, I'm going to do this for myself I'm and, and completely neglect helping somebody out and loving somebody else 
And I think that's another thing to keep in mind when we're deciphering those thoughts is God, if God will not, sorry, if you have a thought in your head that is selfish versus selfless, I'm telling you, the one that is selfless in helping others and loving others is going to be pleasing to God rather than the one that is selfish and benefiting yourself on this earth. Yeah, that's good. Well, guys, that was this week's episode of The Rewind. You guys have saw us sing iCarly. Yeah. You guys have saw us do a lot of uh, random <laughs> random singing. Yeah. I don't We've know been what singing a lot. I'm going to call this one Singing in Selfishness, episode 15. <laughs> Marvin's Room. <laughs> <laughs> Cups that I wrote. I'm just kidding. All right. Anyways, S- Singing guys. selfishness in in, in Marvin's room. In Mar- simping in Marvin's room. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Who is Marvin? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> or do we have time to figure it out? Anyways, guys, thank you guys so much for watching and listening to this week's Rewind. We hope you guys have enjoyed. And we will catch you guys next week for another episode of The Rewind. Later, guys. Thank you.